0: To the road home on heels my name's andy coming to you live to take from the satellite world headquarters of the world and i got dean with me and they what's up dean? what's up everybody i finally guess i named the show it's it's you know road uh, road home, road on, home
1: with uh, heels.
0: Road on home heels on heels on heels and we're, we're heels sometimes. In heels. Get, what is it? In heels. In heels. Well, you know, they don't know all what we're wearing. Times. They don't know what we're wearing or not wearing. <laughs> Speaking of which, Dean. We do have faces for radio. That's true. That's very true. Speaking of which, Dean, there is um a big problem with this episode tonight. We didn't get any quota filled, right? Any quota. That's one of many problems with this episode tonight. <laughs> so, Dean, this is the sixth episode of Heels, which is entitled House Show. And um, was there anything to do with the house show on this episode? No. No. Was there um, any wrestling in this episode? No. Was there anything good at all in this episode? Very little. <laughs> this is, is this the worst one we've seen? I, I yes. say yes. I say this is the worst episode of the show so far.
1: Um, Nothing happens, right? Nothing happens. A couple of little things happen where you could jump to conclusions and make predictions on certain things from the past. You know, building up to when the show started. But other than that, there's really not a lot that happen.
0: If you haven't watched this episode, I'm going to make a, a, a recommendation to you. Don't watch it. Don't just, watch just it. Just listen to us talk about it. And then next week, the episode will probably be better uh, because we figured out that every other episode's good. And what they'll do is that they'll show last time and you'll get everything you need in that little you need. Like, fucking clip. So, because yes. uh, my God. Dean, um, this is one of those episodes where, like, like we've been to many wrestling shows where we're like, "Man, there's an awful lot of talking tonight. Mm, not too much wrestling." That's kind of this this episode. It's just all talking, and it's all based around. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I should have done that. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. Well, I shouldn't have done that either. That's yeah, okay. It was my fault. That's oh. it. Yeah, I was drunk too, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. that's kind of the whole episode but we, we start with a flashback
1: right yes uh we have uh willie in the uh in the uh, office and she's listening to the radio and when she turns it off and turns around king spade is sitting there talking about being a failure <laughs>
0: he's all mad and he's like yeah we we suck and we're losing money basically but like Again, it's just I don't understand. We we don't understand the like the whole money thing. It doesn't make any sense. But at this point, I guess they're having a bad time. But it's funny because Willie's like, she says, you know, Jack's a real good wrestler. He sure is. You know, and it's funny because Jack himself doesn't seem to care much about his kid or his family. All he cares about is the wrestling, right? So he'll like ignore them and take care of the wrestling. And King Spade's like, I don't give a shit about that. We need money. You know, that's yeah. kind of how he acts. So it, it's do you think, Dean, after this episode, do you think that they're getting a little too cute with the, like, repeaty stuff, you know, because we see there's a valet situation which is playing out again, you know, it's like just history's repeating itself, you know, I mean,
1: they get a little I too feel cute. like they're just taking a long way around to make the storyline work, where they give you a little bit, and then it's, oh, but don't forget about this, and remember this, but maybe this. I just... I think they're way too tricky. I think if this
0: this show was simplified and kind of like streamlined a little bit, um, what's the wrestling term? A 10 pounds of shit in a 5 pound bag? You know, that's kind of what we're trying to do here, but the other way around. It's a 10 pound bag, and they only got 5 pounds of shit. And they're yeah. trying to kind of fluff it up to make it look that way. Yeah, right, it's like when you, know, well, you so. get a bag, a big bag of chips, and mm-hmm. it's
1: mostly air.
0: Or a big bag of weed. And it's really not that big, but the guys kind of fluffed it up a little bit to or make it look Or it's just right. really low quality. You got a bunch of like stems and oh, stuff in gross. it. Oh, Downtown brown. That's what we used to call that. Ah, don't see that much anymore. Well, okay, so we have that flashback, and then we have an AA meeting in the fucking wrestling, like in, so it's a small town, and the people know about the dome. We're missing a scene, Dean. We're missing a scene where. You know, Jack is like, oh, I have an idea on how I can get more money. What if we charge people to use this big old building for stuff that they want to use it for? And then this would make a little more sense. Like, oh, well, we'll volunteer for the AA meeting and then the jewelry thing later would make a little more sense. You know, Um, missing a scene. And again, 10-pound bag. Five pounds
1: of shit. They, they could have sprinkled in in the other five episodes, hey, we got just, like, a little bit of, what well, we got, uh, he's running his AA meeting here, so we, well, then we got practice on Tuesday night. Just a, little, yes. just a little throw to it. It's, you know, this is a constant complaint that I have with modern
0: movies and TV shows is that they, like, they go out of their way to, like, make sure that some plot hole is filled that doesn't matter, but then they'll, like completely
1: forget about the 10 other ones that are just yeah. sitting there you know it, it's it's weird but um when uh you're, you're a fan of always sunny in philadelphia i like that right? show yes it's funny. where they're filming lethal weapon 5 and matt keeps over explaining all like. Right. The little, like, yes oh yes that's right because earlier in the first part of the movie <laughs> we were talking about how we needed water you know what that's called it's called hanging a lantern on it
0: in in screenwriting. The idea is that you know, it's like the thing like where you meet two characters and one of them goes well, I can't do that. I'm your brother. We've been living together for seven years. You should know that about me that I am also in the Navy SEALs I am. You know, like that kind of line. That's supposed to be like called hanging a lantern on it. And the writers of heels are very clumsy with that. And it's just kind of like, uh, <sighs> we're hanging lanterns on shit that doesn't even need light. It's on the light's already on. Yeah. There's six lanterns already on it. And they're like, well, oh, let's hang on. Why not? So uh AA meeting and James Harrison uh is the character Apocalypse, which I am confused now because I thought that's what the Southern promotion was called, but I guess that's dystopia. Dystopia, right? yeah. Ugh. So um James Harrison is a uh football player. And we're really never
1: going to talk about him as a football player. I thought we'd kind of go off on that a little bit. Something. Yeah, I mean, he's barely been mentioned yeah. in this show at all. This yeah. is like so, the first time he's not just guy in the locker room cracking like a
0: one-liner. In, in one of our first episodes, I was thinking, like, we're talking about these characters. Oh, we'll get into these other characters a lot more later. No. No. because no, a little bit. Yeah, this show's just not going to do it, so we're not going to do it. But um, AA meeting and Bobby Penn convalesces in the airstream because he's got his leg broken. He sure does. Yeah. Dean, Jack's going to be on a podcast, and that's important for later, but we find out something. We have a returning character. It's a triumphant return. Who's fucking back? We thought it was that big Jim (laughs) and baby Shelby, (laughs) baby Shelby. So Ace is the godfather of the children of the child, um, and big Jim's christening is coming up, uh, because Jack's wife is nagging him about it. Basically. Right. Yeah. She's sitting on the porch and she's playing this guitar beam, I mean, and these people are broke, right? They got no money. No and she's money. got like a three thousand, maybe more, like a very, very expensive Gibson acoustic guitar, and it's brand new. I mean, <laughs> how many, how many casual fans of the show you think know that? None, but I, I'm gonna pick this show apart, so and you're gonna pick me apart.
1: I'm just the curious. Thing apart. Yeah, I'm just curious <laughs> if that is like something you picked up on. It's like just, like I would be the one that would see him shopping and then notice that they had the gold sarcasm right, membership and not the exact right. Like I don't understand it. The cart is filled with groceries, they're not earning two percent. Well <laughs> this is product
0: placement
1: and, and that's fine.
0: It's just like couldn't he get one that was used? That I mean, how much cooler would she look if she had a guitar that looked used like she played it so many times? She's writing a song for Baby Shelby, too. And she's going to sing later, and it's a big deal. Because, Dean, she doesn't have anything in life, Dean. She doesn't have a character uh, thing that she does in the show. Well, she's got the voice of an angel. But, but she doesn't know anything that she can do. She doesn't have a thing. Yeah. We're going to get into that a lot later. And I'm gonna be angry. So that's the thing. Now, uh, we also know Jack's gonna be on a podcast. Very important. I'm wondering how this podcast thing's gonna go. He's gotta
1: sell 10,000 tickets he to does. the fair.
0: Because exactly 10,000, right? Yeah. I heard that one time at that fairgrounds they tried to put ten thousand and one people in there, and the place exploded, and they had to rebuild it.
1: Well, if they did it with this, then uh, you know Gilly would call the commission. Oh, he would, wouldn't about he? About having too many people in there, oh. and they'd be walking around with one of those little lap counter things, going, huh? <laughs> and you see it going nine, and you just see it where it does that roll over all the double zeros. <laughs> Then you see just, like, the defeated look on on Jack's face.
0: That's right. Oh, no. They shut him down, man. Uh, That is really funny. Uh, Rooster meets with Gully, which is the scene that we saw in the, um, like, next week on, which is pretty much, we already saw what happened. Like, he's trying to poach him, right? Yeah. We've been building towards this. Uh, Rooster's just not happy. Yeah. um, Gully says a few things that make no sense. Uh, One that's pretty funny he says that, you know, being fuckable is not something that, like, has a long shelf life uh, in wrestling, which I thought was funny. And, and, and that's why he rubs uh, testosterone in his armpits every morning, he says. So that guy did the roy's, And then um, Gully says that Jack talking shit about Dystopia, uh, the promotion in Florida, affects it. That, that, like, when people talk about your promotion, that's good. There's no bad publicity. Yeah, even when. There's bad publicity. I mean, there can be, but not for a place that is, like. You know, like. (laughs) we're headed towards something pretty obviously. We're obviously heading towards an inter promotional like you know war like an invasion of some kind that's gonna happen and that would be one of the big things that they're setting up for next season. Uh, you know in my opinion oh, that's I'll just next episode. Oh man, you think they'll do the whole thing right then and there? I think they'll set this up and this will be like a surprise gimmick that happens in the big show that, that we don't know about but we've just seen maybe some seeds planted maybe some lanterns hung on them. You know, yeah. so uh, that's just my opinion. We'll see what happens. But um, Rooster gets mad because Gully throws a thousand dollars at him. Dean, do you know any professional wrestler that would be upset
1: with a promoter giving him one thousand dollars for nothing? He he was it wasn't him giving him a thousand dollars. It was the the way that he did it. <laughs> okay. Because I I remember. Uh... When I was, when I was a, a kid and there was this little convenience store down the street from me, I went in and I bought some candy one time. And I remember tossing my money up on the counter. Oh, and I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. And then like the, the cashier was like, don't throw your money at me. And they gave me a lesson. A lesson that I learned because I didn't think anything of it. I, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. And now I see it as something very disrespectful. So it was just the way he did it. He didn't say hey, here's $1,000. I'm definitely interested. And, uh, you know, here's a down payment. He just was basically, yeah, he's like, oh, my business makes money. And then he counted the money out and like tossed it to him. Do you think
0: in, in a world where getting spit on or thrown off of <clears throat> something or go through something or cut yourself for money that that kind of person would be like, don't you dare throw that down. That is disrespectful, I tell you. Now, next week, I'm going to cut my forehead and go through six tables for $50, but I am not going to take this disrespect for $1,000. No, I,
1: th- I, th- I think when you're, when you're in the wrestling <laughs> business, be- being one of the boys in the wrestling business, knowing what you're doing is the same way it's okay to call your brother a piece of shit. It's your brother. It's where you are, you're used to it. You're signed up for that. It's family. That's but they're how bro- it goes. They're the wrestling
0: business. They're
1: brother brothers. No, they're not brother brothers. They're going to be brother brothers. Well, we don't know that yet. <laughs> so, what's you, saying- you sign up? You sign up for a certain amount of things <laughs> and I like, in wrestling, I mean, if would you walk up to Aaron at, at his merch table and hand him a $5 and a razor blade and be like cut yourself? It's disrespectful. That's a joke,
0: I would. And yeah, but if you, yeah. if
1: you weren't joking and another fan did it and they were, like, FaceTiming or, you know, there it's just because he does it doesn't mean that there's... I don't know. What whatever. if I handed him a $1,000 and said,
0: cut yourself? I think he'd be okay with that. You know what I mean? No matter who I, I was. I think he would do it. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: maybe if you hand it to him, it's, like, it's all in the delivery. If you went over and said... Hey, my buddy doesn't believe that the blood is real. Mm-hmm. Here's a hundred dollar bill. Will you show will will him, him to it? Will you, you, you show him? It. Aaron might be like, nah, I, I would do it. But if you went down and like threw a hundred dollars and I was out, like, cut yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like dropped a blade in his lap. What if it was a thousand dollars? I think I think that I think, <laughs> I think you would wake up in the hospital and be like, did he do it? <laughs> Alright, well, we both
0: uh, are making good points here, so this is funny. Uh, Rooster follows Gully out to the
1: parking lot and throws the $1,000 back at him because that's not how he rolls. He even kind of builds up to where he's like, wrestling is this, heels and faces that, but don't ever drop a $1,000 on me like I'm some kind of boy. Right, which I get, but I mean, come on, dude,
0: it's a 1000 bucks. That's like 10 paydays for most guys, so that's all I'm saying Um, you know it is what it is but Gully is a baller because he's got his own driver
1: yeah who he says and
0: an entourage because the guy
1: that gets out gets out of the passenger seat and picks the money up
0: (laughs) do you think that like sometimes people call him and they're like dude you're not going to be in the movie and he's like shit and then like later on they're like you're going to be in the movie and he's like awesome and they're like yeah yeah you think that's what happens Sure. <laughs> you ever watch Underdogs? No. Oh, that's like the whole. That's the whole show. Okay. I'm not gonna get the movie. Oh, I'm in the movie. Yeah, yeah. You would like no, that I, show. I probably would. Yeah, it's it's very goofy. Um, but uh, it's fun. Okay, so we have this whole thing. Gully's a baller, and Jack and Willie scout out the stadium. What do you think of the stadium, Dean? It
1: can fit like ten thousand people. In. I
0: think it's exactly. I was counting seats. And I came up to about 10,000 is how many yeah. I think is going to go in that. So, and they say it like three times. They're like, sure does look like 10,000 people fit in here. We got 10,000 seats to sell. Man, I can't wait to perform in front of 10,000 people.
1: I mean, the, and it's not just their show. It's for the fair. So there are other people that need to sell tickets to this. <laughs> it's for the fair. Come to my show. Oh, um, on Yes, and, and, and we, then Rooster's like, I'm not booked. <laughs>
0: That is amazing. Um, we get some conversations here. They argue because Bill is going to take over, maybe. But Willie says that she'll quit if Bill's around. She says she she hints at that she might. She said, maybe I won't be around for that. Yeah. Maybe I won't be around for that. Anything to say about this interaction here? No. <laughs> so tell me about Bobby Penn. Oh, my God. Okay. This is the worst scene in the entire show. And and there's there's kind of a theme here. Again, they're stretching, they're stretching. And a lot of these scenes that should be three minutes are like seven to eight minutes. It's yeah. like a squash match. that just goes on and on and on and on. You're like, okay, dude won. Why is he still beating dude
1: it's up? Like, it's like when you have to type a paper that has to be a thousand words and you gotta sprinkle <laughs> in a little bit of stuff. <laughs> it was easier when they would do a number of pages because then you could add the double space in the core, <laughs> the corey new is slightly bigger than times yeah. Roman. <laughs> yes. Um, so
0: tell me about the scene, Dean, um, where the mid Carter's just talk about they talk about
1: or something. I don't know. where uh, the one guy's wrestling name comes through from, which was Apocalypse. Yeah,
0: James Harrison is Apocalypse.
1: And it comes from the movie. But then his dad was in Vietnam, and young boy Bobby doesn't know anything about. And then they go back and forth about no, that was the rapture. Oh no, this is the Apocalypse. And they go back and forth talking about this. And then Rooster comes in and says, "You guys are some of the dumbest people. Even my dumb friends would say that you're dumb." Right? You all are dumb. Yeah, and then they laugh and hug, and then
0: it's it's so long. this scene. Have you ever seen Apocalypse Now? Dean? No. Really? No. Wow, it's really funny. It, you you think it's like this terrible war movie, and it is. It's got like all these very serious scenes, but um, there's a scene where um, one of the guys in their crew is a professional surfer. And for some reason, Robert Duvall, who is the guy that's like, Oh, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I'm sure you've heard that quote before, but that's the guy that says it. He loves surfing. So what happens is, is that they meet up with him and he wants to see this guy surf. So he says, I have my own surfboard. This this uh, Robert Duvall, who's like a, a general or something, and, and they steal his surfboard. And there's fucking helicopters flying around searching for them, like, just give us the surfboard. <laughs> it's in the middle of a war. And at one point, he the Robert Duvall character is trying to bomb in a certain way so that the surf would continue, and, like, the napalm kind of, like, gets rid of the wind so there's no more waves and he's all pissed about that so there's this bombing in another place it's a fucking weird ass movie there's playboy bunnies it sounds very coming weird. out of a helicopter and and if you watch that movie you'll find many it's one of those movies where many many scenes you'll go oh oh because it's been parodied so many times it's a funny, show, funny movie it's not supposed to be funny in a lot of ways but it's very funny okay so that's who he's named after is the movie Apocalypse Now this is the worst scene ever Um, it's so bad because they just talk and talk and talk for like eight minutes about nipples and shit. And it's like, what the fuck? It's not funny. Again, these are jokes that aren't funny. This is supposed to be something that's like, oh, we like these guys.
1: They're joking around. I think they do talk about nipples and well, maybe God knows that men are going to evolve and women will fight the wars in a hundred years and men will have to feed the babies. It's, it's pretty stupid. And the idea is it's supposed to be like realistic
0: brother and around. And no, that's not what it is. So um, it's pretty bad.
1: <sighs>
0: Spade family home movies with Ace. And he shows us kind
1: of like their sibling rivalry from where they're younger. The, the, the dad is wild billing the situation by destroying <laughs> the product. It's
0: like it's a home movie of Ace playing football as a kid. And yeah. Jack is standing next to King Spade. And King Spade's like, oh, my God, that kid can throw a
1: football over that mountain. You know, he's like Uncle Rico. Or he, say, he says he's got better footwork than you is when he's talking to Jack. Yeah. it's And then, uh, yeah, just uh, he's kind of he's getting the idea that he was his, – his dad had big hopes for him.
0: I think he may also be learning that Jack – was frustrated because he was the firstborn and he's getting shit on and stuff. You know the you know second birth order is important and whatnot. And it seems to me in this scene that the King Spades like, oh my God, I had you and you you were okay, I got this better
1: you right this, here. You know this seems like it would be it would make more sense for Jack to be watching this to toy with the the angle with him. His dad never thinking he had it in him to do anything great. It doesn't seem like it makes sense.
0: I think it'd make more sense that they watched it together because then they can both have different perspectives. I think Jack remembers this stuff. Ace doesn't. You know what I mean? I think that's the point of this is that, that Ace doesn't remember this. He doesn't know what happened when they were younger and he doesn't understand why Jack would even be angry with him about anything ever. So yeah. he's learning that and again, the theme of this episode is I'm sorry. So he maybe one day will say he's sorry. Yeah. And maybe Jack We'll do the same. That's what we have to look forward to, folks. That's our big thing we're worried about in this episode. Who's going to say, I'm sorry. Um, Big Jim calls Ace. He's wearing a Dan Housen shirt. And he wants... Wearing a, the
1: fuck out of that. He, oh,
0: yeah. yeah. that's all he does. And uh, he wants Ace to give a speech at the christening. And Ace's mom is like, well, I'm throwing away all this King's Spade shit right now.
1: Yeah, and, uh, that's a thing. That's Ace is like, well, uh, Jack. Yeah, Ace is like, oh, well, maybe I want some of it. And she goes, well, he left it to me, so I'm gonna throw it away.
0: <laughs> Next, we have the jewelry show at the arena. And the podcast thing, like what? So what? What happens here with the jewelry? There's a jewelry. What is this thing?
1: Yeah, he goes. He goes. Uh, like, Jack shows up at the arena, and he asks, "Oh, why are why are all these cars in the parking lot?" And Rooster reminds him that, "Oh, we rented it out for the jewelry show that's in town." <laughs> One thing this again shows: if you think uh, the Jack is focusing on the business and not so much his family, he doesn't even know that he's rented out his building to this. Income-producing jewelry show, then he gives Rooster shit for not a day of a wrestling show being outside smoking a cigarette because he's a baby face and yeah. we can't have you doing that. Because the and 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 uh,
0: Rooster has a couple interactions with Jack throughout this episode, and each one he's saying things that are like, "Oh, I was thinking about quitting." Wrestling or quitting D.W.L. No, I mean, anyway, just quit. yeah, talking about cigarettes. There's a lot of like. This is what I'm talking about. Where the show is just getting too cute. It's trying to be like all sneaky, and it's just like this is
1: made for dumb people. Like, Rooster yeah. <laughs> says, "I was thinking about quitting," and then Jack goes, oh, so "Us are smoking," and then which just gives like a cheeky shoulders. I zone. don't know.
0: Derp a derp.
1: Oh, I can't stand it. Um. And we get Mick Foley. Yeah, we do. We get Mick Foley. Okay, so Dean, we met Mick Foley once, right? Yeah. Tell us about that. We went and saw him at the Funny Bone in Liberty. Uh, it was stand-up. Uh, it wasn't particularly funny. It was just a lot of, of his wrestling stories. Do you remember any of them? I remember that he built up the fact that he was only going to use the F-bomb once per show. Yeah. And he only says F... the. The F word once per show. And then he closes the show with talking about... I think it was either his Hell in a Cell match... uh, Or the time he took the 12 unprotected handcuffed chair shots from The Rock. But he goes backstage. My son didn't know why I kept getting back up. He didn't know. And I had to say, son... Because I'm Mick fucking Foley. And then that was like the big payoff. And then he walked off stage. The only thing that like... I remember some of his stories... Thanks for asking, by
0: the way. Um, I had fun at that, you know. And uh, we got to meet him. I got a picture with him, I think. But that might have been a different one, because I've seen it twice. But um, he talked about how when he woke up in the ring after being knocked out, like, twice or whatever. And the only thing he saw was Terry Funk's shoes. Because Terry Funk had run in the ring during the Hell in the Cell to try to, like, cause distraction and stuff like that. And Funk and Undertaker, like, like... Did something, like beat him up or hit him with a chokeslam, and it took him right out of his shoes. So, like, McFoley Foley wakes up and all he sees is Terry Funk's shoes, and he's like, what's happening? <laughs> Which is pretty funny. So, um, Mick Foley is the podcast guy. His name is Dick Valentino, and he's a, he's a former wrestler, and now he's turned podcaster. And um, basically, uh, we got Bills there as well saying, oh, that Dick Valentino guy, he's a snake. And he says that Barstool Sports wants to sponsor him, Bill does. Jack gets mad. This is
1: Jack's go-to thing. He
0: gets mad.
1: Yeah. Jack, he's arrogant. He thinks that he that the path that he is on and the path that he has chosen is what's going to do everything. So he, he's insulted when someone has an idea that, frankly, the whole Wild Bill, his match, the ladder match, against the brothers for the title is going to bring in some seeds. Yeah. Whether or not you like Wild Bill as a person... But Jack is unwilling to concede his path of what he thinks is gonna make it all he, he he wants all the credit, he wants all the money. He's got control issues, which I get. I mean, like he so much shit has gone
0: wrong in his life that he feels like if he doesn't control everything, it's gonna all go wrong again, and I get that. I have that same problem. Um, you know, Dean, get closer to the mic, please. I mean come on. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking about my control issues. But but yes, I I get it. But at the same time, he's a fucking idiot. And he is maybe one of the worst characters in the show because he has no redeeming qualities. He's a fucking idiot. uh, Every one of his ideas sucks. And we're going to find out at the end of this episode that he's got major problems at home that he somehow didn't even know about. What the hell?
1: Oh, my God. And in my opinion, I think Jack thinks that he's at the end, at almost at the finish line, and he's got to do one more thing to turn it all around. So he's consistently, every episode, oh, I just, I got to get The Rock to respond to this. <laughs> oh, I got to, I just got to buy those new smoke machines that people are going to see that we're a big deal. Oh, I just got to, oh, uh, Ricky Rabies is coming in and doing a show. That's <laughs> going to turn it around. Cover
0: that.
1: Uh, that. Yeah, I can't, I, I, he, he's constantly... And you kind of, because I've been in a situation like that where I think I'm almost done. It's got just do this one more thing. And I'm almost done. Like I've, I've wasted a lot of money because I'm trying to save money, but I'm like, oh, I still want that thing. I'll just buy that, and then I'm done <laughs> spending money. <laughs> one just more ice machine. One more. One more Pepsi vending machine. Uh, that to tinker with all summer. I won't buy anything else. Like I, so I've, I've chased that just one more, plenty of times, thinking that this is all I'm gonna need, whether it's. To have something that I want, to buy something I think if I just spend this next $500 on this, it'll, I'll be happy. And I'll have that, and then I can start saving money. And I've done that myself. So I kind of sympathize with him. I don't think that he is intentionally lying to his wife or to the guys and saying, Oh, no, just last one, last one, just this. We've
0: seen him intentionally lie a few times, but I know what you're saying. He's, a, he, he's lied to his brother quite a bit, but... I I agree with you. The difference between you and Jack, what makes him an idiot and not you, is that you didn't drag your whole fucking family into this problem. Now here's a, you just recently got one of your campers back, right? Because you you kind of started doing that with campers a little bit, where you're like, I'm gonna buy just the one, but then you had a couple, and you parked one at your family's home. You didn't park twenty of them in their home and not let them have their driveway, and then like make sure that their electricity's turned off, but it's going to your place. That's what he's doing. You know what I mean? Okay. So, it's a big difference, and you're way better than some fictional bullshit character. Okay. Thank you, buddy. You're you're real, so. I'm real.
1: You're real. Tell me about Crystal. Uh, Crystal is concerned with what her spot is going to be for the fair show. And will it kind of... Gives her a, a bit of a hint that it may be nothing. You, uh, you know, your decision to do what you thought was best for you is probably what pissed off Ace. Is what probably got Bobby's leg broken. And then Crystal kind of has to recognize that she shouldn't have done that. That she was thinking of herself. Uh, and we don't know if she's going to have a spot in the fair. This doesn't make
0: any fucking sense either. Because she should... I, I understand that maybe she's worried about having a spot... But her spot is obvious. She's with Bobby. She's his valet. I mean what Maybe
1: they were gonna put her with
0: Wild Bill. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe she's Wild Bill's uh, or he's you know, she's Wild Bill's daughter. We don't know. You know, it could be the case. We'll find out. But I, I think that it's just another one of these dumbass things where a character just walks up and goes, What about this thing that's going on? And it's like, no one's asking! No one cares about that. You're filling a plot hole that doesn't exist. I don't like it. It's silly. Tell me about the podcast recording. This does not go well. Now, Dean, you and I have experienced being in a backstage area of a promotion while recording a episode of a podcast or an interview. Was this an accurate depiction?
1: A little bit. A little bit. Uh, I feel like we were much more willing to not ask a question that would rile up. <laughs> the people. We were much less arrogant about to, to in our situation I very much believe and I think you'll agree that the wrestlers were helping our podcast and this episode the podcast was helping the promotion. Correct, yeah. Or Well, he was trying to. He was trying to. And
0: you know Mick Foley is trying to ask the hard questions and he says that his podcast is called No Questions Barred. Fucking Jack's like, oh I don't miss an episode but he doesn't know what the interview style is? Yeah. Whereas, this is what we're talking about, where there's, like, plot holes like this that are there that aren't plugged. And the ones that don't exist, we're like, well, let's plug that hole. You know, it, it's just sloppy. This episode is just unnecessary. He gets mad and leaves in the middle of the interview?
1: Yeah, he, he should have expected it... Uh... Yeah, no one of the questions that was not barred was, <laughs> tell us about uh, your dad's suicide yeah. and then that kind of ended the interview and 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 it's
0: funny too because McFoley is like, you know, your dad would get angry at this that and the other thing. Do you have some of that anger in you? and what happens? Jack gets mad just beating us over the head with this shit. It's like, this, this episode is for dumb people. I'm sorry. It's it's for very dumb people that are like, What's going on? Why does that guy have an angry face? Uh, oh, he, it's because he's angry. You know, like, what? I, it sucks because this show has had some kind of like flashes of brilliance here and there where there's a couple really good things. And then we get this bullshit. I don't like it. Jack gets mad. He walks out on the interview. And then we get Big
1: Jim's christening for baby Shelly. Tell me about this thing. Uh, well, well we start off with uh, Jack's wife singing her song yes that she wrote on the guitar on the guitar at a little but bit she, out of time but she doesn't have anything Dean she's got nothing she she got got all nothing. she has is this song and she already sang it
0: so <laughs> now she can't
1: sing the baby Shelly song for somebody else <laughs> like sing. it's one and done. What else happens here at this Christmas? One thing that was weird that like we both kind of questioned is uh, there was a, a godfather and the godparents, and it appeared to me that the godparents were picked the same way that a bridesmaid and a best man would be picked for a wedding, where yeah. it was one of his friends, one of her friends. So if they die, now Jack has, Ace has to marry this lady. <laughs> It's That's some crazy wrestling booking right there. Oh, and she looks
0: like like if bar if bartender girl's a nine, this girl's like a seven, but the same girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? She looks kind of like her, so it's super confusing that Ace gets up there to give a speech and it's with some woman standing next to him that they yeah, don't explain. They don't, they
1: don't even talk. They say, Oh, we want the godparents to come up. Like what it, what happens if these parents are injured and now your godparents go up Do they are is it like now your parents die, and now your godparents are divorced. <laughs> so you're gonna spend a week with a weekend with each one here and there. I get that didn't make sense.
0: And Jack's running late because he ran into a giant wreck. There was like a bunch of It's funny, there's no star uh, cars stacked up. He comes and the wreck's right just there. It just
1: happened. It just
0: happened, so he has to turn around. So he comes. And he
1: walked out of that podcast a little bit sooner. <laughs>
0: and no, and he had extra time because of the fucking doesn't make sense.
1: Oh, I don't like it. Um, just it's, it's not Jack's fault though. It's to the car Right. So he's
0: he's redeemable. Um, you know Jack can't get there. Ace gives a speech uh, with the woman, and his message for the baby, for the baby. The speech is supposed to be for this baby that is just born a few weeks ago. Is about second chances and apologizing. It's okay, little baby. You can mess up. I mean you probably already messed up, right? Your baby! What is this dean? I don't know. <laughs> this is the setup for the rest of the episode, which is just people saying, Well, I need a second chance, so I sure will apologize to you,
1: you know. <sighs> I shouldn't have said that. That's not an apology. I said I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god. Okay, so that happens. It's second chances, whatever the fuck. And then Bim J- Big Jim wears the shit out of a Dan Housen shirt with a tie at his own wedding. What a badass. That's in the wedding. It's fucking legend. Oh, yeah, christening, whatever it is. that's in a church. Probably the same thing, right? Yeah. You know? Uh, I think we figured out that they are Baptist too, but not Southern Baptist. So they're like Northern Baptist or whatever you call that, because that's where christenings happen, you know? Was it a christening or a baptism? Or the it's same the same thing? thing, but a christening is usually where they sprinkle the water. I think it's the same thing. Okay. They sprinkle. Like some religions are like, oh, all you gotta do is get touched by the water that's holy, yeah. and then and then some religions are really up. Uh, they have to be
1: immersed in the water because that's really matters. Or, or is a baptism something that the adults do when they're when they got to a certain and then they want to and they need more water because they're not just a little baby anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You've got some sin on those shoulders now, boy. <laughs> I just looked that up and that's 100% correct. You're right.
0: It <laughs> Makes perfect sense on paper. The, and they like to call it in Georgia
1: second chance water. That's what they like yeah. to call it, too. <laughs> you need to write down all your sins. and are like, oh, we're going to need the fire hose for this one. <laughs> you get to drink from the fire hose. Yeah!
0: <laughs> okay, so Big Jim is like... You sure he's on? He's talking to Ace, and he's like, "I'm wearing a Stan Houser shirt with a tie, and I would like you to apologize to Bobby for breaking his fucking leg, you know, because he didn't apologize to him, which is kind of a, you it know, it was an accident, you know, about the thing with uh, Owen Hart and and uh, Stone Cold where. You know, Owen Hart broke Stone Cold's neck with a tombstone or whatever pile driver and he's like he never apologized to me and Stone Cold's still mad about it to this day. I had not heard that. Yo, that's a big deal. He won't shut the fuck up about it. It's stupid. Um, But uh, that's a thing. So that's kind of, I think, why we have a couple of these things going on in this show. As we've noticed, the show likes to reference, be all tricky and reference the the little stories about the wrestling and stuff. So There's
1: a part where Big Jim steals a little bit of my shit. He does? Yeah, they're talking about uh, wrestling. And they ask, Big Jim, do you miss the wrestling? And Big Jim doesn't miss the wrestling, but he misses his time with his buddies and his friends.
0: Who's your boo, Jim? Who's your boo? That's right, he does. You think that like that's what they he always says to him. They're like, "So, Jim, did you like the sandwich that we got?" And he's like, "You know, I like sandwiches, but I sure do like hanging out with you guys a lot more." Yeah. That's why they've they've stayed away from him cuz it's annoying cuz he does it every time. No, don't
1: don't <laughs> retire me, Jim. Don't jump off the water tower. Oh no. You know what I like the most about the show? Oh, let me guess, Big Jim. <laughs> <laughs> That's <awesome>. lots.
0: <laughs> okay, Crystal and Bobby have a heart-to-heart and Jim mentions his mother for the third time in the episode or no, uh, Bobby, Bobby does. Yeah, Bobby keeps mentioning his she still his got mother.
1: all my baby teeth. I'm yeah. definitely not a psycho. And he's like my baby teeth are
0: in my mother's like drawer or some shit and it's like what and they start talking about nipples. Ugh. She has a jar of my teeth and I have a jar of her. <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Bobby is like the nicest guy ever, you know? So he's like, oh, that's okay. I was drunk too, you know? Yeah. Or whatever. That's pretty much how he is. He blames himself for Ace breaking his leg. Yeah. What a fucking... He's a, he's a doormat. He's going to have a lot of problems in wrestling. Um, There's also a, a goofy, stupid thing here as well where... Remember the church guy that is the, the sponsor and he's all the church and all about the church and you got to put the church on the sign and all that stuff. Well, he's at the christening and, and, and uh, Jack's wife is singing and he's like, oh my God, I had no idea she could sing like that. And I'm like, motherfucker, you don't go to church? I thought you were a church guy. No, people buy cars on Sunday. <laughs> right, that's what he says. But later on, his wife walks up to, to her with the husband arm in arm and says... Oh, you've always had the so the voice of an angel, which is it, Church Guy? Ace helps
1: Bobby get some food, and that's kind of funny, right? Yeah.
0: Bobby's trying to struggle a little bit. And he drops.
1: And he goes, i just some." And then Ace comes over to help him, and drenches it in a ranch because <laughs> Bobby likes ranch. <laughs> what is corn? Yeah, it was corn and his chicken and his ribs. That's a little much, don't you think? Have you had it? Probably. I don't like it. Um ace
0: apologizes. He's sorry about breaking dude's leg. And Bobby doesn't understand. He's like, oh yeah, well, I am sorry, because I did something wrong. Yeah. And he's like, he doesn't get that Ace just broke his leg on purpose. Like, he's as dumb as the as the fair people. You know, they're like, oh wow, well, I was just selling. Like, no, Bobby, your your bone was sticking out of your leg. Yeah. I've been selling real good. I'm a practicing yeah. at it. You know, that, that was a real bone. Yes, it no. Yeah, it's man. Like, he he doesn't believe He's an idiot. Um, so that's the thing. Uh, Rooster corners Jack and refuses, and they like try. They have this another weird moment, yeah. right? <sighs> Anything to mention about that?
1: Uh, it's the first time that I didn't really like. I I actually bought into a little bit of Jack's bullshit of it's. You, you're gonna get a chance now. It's not the right time because I get the fact that they they are clearly the show and the D W L is building a feud between the brothers and now wild bill it's in in real wrestling you wanted to have them building a feud between roman reigns and what's his name drew drew mcintyre and then i'm sure that there are guys backstage that are like well when am i going to get my shot they're not like hey next pay-per-view is good (laughs) Let's put you on the books. <laughs> we haven't written shit about you, but you're in the main event
0: now. Well, they do that a lot in WWE, but yes, in, in but, big promotions, they don't do that.
1: So, but I didn't like the fact that when he, when Rooster kind of was like, oh, I got some ideas, maybe me in the main event. And Jack's like, I feel like we've already talked about this. Like, He was a prick? Yeah. And it's at, it's at their friend's kid's christening. We can't be nice
0: to each other yeah. at that? I mean, damn. I don't like Jack Dean. He's a heel, yeah. Huh? Turns out he's the one who's a heel in real life. I don't like it. He's got a lot on his plate. Yes, he's spinning all the plates, and um, I don't like it. Um, Big Jim tells uh, the boys that he doesn't miss wrestling, um, and Ace holds a fake baby, right? Yeah, they have a fake baby,
1: like a, like a real football. <laughs> that
0: was great. Um, I oh, then is speaking of fake. Then the family, um, you know, Ace or uh, Jack's wife, Jack and Jack's son, they chase CGI fireflies in the yard, but Jack doesn't, right? No, he's playing with take phone. take a phone call. Yeah, he's playing with his phone. Crystal apologizes to Ace, and Ace returns the favor. We thought here's our quota. Here it comes. No quota. No, nothing. Yeah, that's disappointing. It's the first episode with no titties, and of all of the episodes. That could have used some titties. This is the one. Because I think that, like, if this episode is one star out of ten, it would have gone to, like, three or four if we would have had some titties. You know what I mean? Two and a half. Easy. (laughs) So, one for each titty, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, come on, guys. Let's let's get this going here. Um, That's disappointing, but what are you going to do? And then we get, you know, the scene that we've all been waiting for. Bill and Willie apologize to each other. Sort of. What happens here, Dean? We we get a little
1: more backstory, and apparently, Willie had also hurt Bill way back when. <laughs> uh, she was his valet for a time. Valet. They were also together as lovers in the biblical sense. <laughs> uh, and then, <laughs> and then she decided to become. King Spade's valet, because she thought he was going to be the one he was getting scouted, and and they thought he was the one that was going to get signed, and that was the rocket that she wanted to tie her kite to.
0: Yes. Is that, is that how that works?
1: I see. I see. <laughs> so, that kite is she, fucked. <laughs> so she left Bill. Yes. Uh, and Bill was very hurt by that, and that's why he is not the same nice guy that uh, yeah. he was. When he, and I was having a conversation at the shoe shop today with a guy with, with my buddy about just like just relationships in general. And I was like, I have fallen for some girls very hard and very interested. They they weren't interested to be more than my friend. Then a couple of years later, they'll be like, Oh, are you still interested? No, I'm not. <laughs> Because I, I, I fell for a 24-year-old that liked to go out to the bars on the weekends and didn't have two kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, just uh, in general, like, I, I, I kind of added details to make it funnier, but he knew where I was coming from. I was like, it's not fair. Like, you can't expect, oh, yeah, no, I definitely didn't want to enjoy crazy oh,
0: weekend nights. and. That's like when you go on a date with a girl. And she's age appropriate, and she's like, "Oh, I was so crazy when I was younger. I used to do this, that, and the other thing." And you're like, "Oh yeah? So you don't do that anymore? Oh, I would never!" No, and you're never. like, "Fuck," you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's good times. Anyway, um, we respect women though, so okay, Definitely. yeah. Don't don't get that twisted. Uh, they just they don't respect us, Dean.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, they don't respect our our. our... Not at the
1: same time. <laughs> <laughs> they don't respect are very good looks. (laughs) Uh, But here's something that I picked up on a little bit is, so she, uh, Willie was with Wild Bill. Mm -hmm. They were together. Uh, Years ago, Wild Bill paid for an abortion. What? Wild Bill wasn't there to pay for an abortion because he got signed. What? When he left, Willie was King Spade's valet. What? Is her daughter Prince Spain? Oh my God! I guess that I guess that doesn't work with Ace <laughs> and Jack Spig. Is her daughter Crystal?
0: And Ace was fucking a sister. No, it's
1: George. It's fine. Yeah, but we already met her daughter at the house having breakfast with Wyatt and Bill. another one. You know,
0: that's fine. Whatever.
1: Okay, that's what <laughs> happened. Okay. I'm glad her daughter's probably the one at the convenience store that ate the dog.
0: (laughs) Okay, so they apologize to each other, and do you think? Okay, so here's a question for you: Do you think that Bill is working her? You think he's serious? No, I think
1: I I think I think he's serious. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think he's working her. Just uh, uh. Just something about being the guy that once loved a girl and had his heart broken. It just hits home with me. You want want to believe in that guy. I just think that he went out
0: of his way to go find her. And we saw how sneaky he is in other episodes. And that's, you know, why would he do that? Because he's trying to get this payday. And he needs the rub from DWL now. They don't need it from him. And so that's something that Willie had explained to Jack earlier. Jack's like, I don't care about that sense you're talking I got nonsense in my head, and I want it to stay there. Okay, so then um, Rooster leaves a message on Gully's phone saying, I'm in. And then we get the second worst scene of the episode um, that is, like, so fucking long, and it's so metatextual. This is the character of Jack's wife basically talking to the writers and saying, hey, can I be a main character? Like, I'm over here on the side. I can I be yeah, a main she, character? She's,
1: she's Jack's personal wife, Rooster. <laughs> and, and, hey, can we talk about something? <laughs> I could be doing so much more for this relationship. <laughs> Jack's wife, basically, is like, you aren't working hard enough. Is eh? anybody else not wearing <laughs> panties
0: to church? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you're not working hard enough. We need more. And he's like, I'm wearing a Dan Housen shirt. All right. I'm not wearing it as well as Jim does, but who can, you know? Damn. Damn. You see these forearms? Yes, you do. Because the sleeves are rolled out. That's right. And, and basically, she goes over his shortcomings and how he has lied to her and done, you know, like he, she said, hey, no no gerbil for the kid. And the next day, there's a gerbil. She's just not getting input. And he's just going, you know, just rolling right over. Like she's a doormat. She, she he's treating it. her... Like he does the wrestlers, like you just said. Yes.
1: She had to spend two hours chasing the gerbil when it got loose, and he wouldn't even spend ten minutes chasing fireflies. I know. Even
0: if they were CG. Yeah. You think we'll get a a CG gerbil at some point? No. I hope so. And starts talking. (laughs) It's the ghost of... (laughs) It's King Spade didn't die. He actually, his ghost went into the... Now he's in a gerbil? (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: We want this show to be something, something, and another thing we've said on that show before, but it's very important: is that this fucking show heals. It takes itself very seriously, yeah. and like this episode is supposed to be
1: I'm heavy. Sick of, I'm sick of people laughing at wrestlers. Let's show them that. They want to show, they want to do the opposite of what we want them to do. We want, they want to show the world that they are more than just wrestlers, and they got personal. And we're just like, just wrestle. Yeah. Just wrestle. Tell us what's going on in the storyline. Have sex with your valet. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Have sex with the bartender, too. What's happening in the locker room? (laughs) So, Jack's wife is like, I need a thing. I don't have a thing. Remember that conversation we had last uh, two episodes ago? Let's have it again, you know? So, they do that. And, uh, you know, she may as well be saying that she wants to be the main character. The scene is way too long. And then this episode wraps up with Ace has some of his garbage bags filled with his dad's stuff that I guess he didn't let his mom throw in the trash. Yeah. And uh, he watches the same family movie again and cries like
1: a little baby. Do you think there's significance in the the audio from the move from the video is King Spade talking about how Ace is gonna be a is a famous football player yeah. and Ace has gone into wrestling? Do you think that that's gonna be any significance? Do you think he's gonna add football playing into his gimmick? Do you think he's going to not care about winning the belt and he's going to want to go back into football?
0: What if
1: that maybe
0: Ace didn't get into wrestling? He didn't start wrestling until the father died. And before that, he was going to be like maybe a sports star or something like I think that. they already touched on that a little bit, that he wasn't into wrestling until Okay, that. well then, hey! So there you go. Another prediction. Um... Yeah, I think you're right. I think there could be some stuff going on there. Again, the show is trying to be way... It's too big for its britches. It's trying to get way too complicated. And uh, I am starting to hate the characters because of it. Because I don't like Ace and I don't like Jack.
1: I, I feel like we'll, we'll see... St- What's his name? Steve Amell? Oh, yes. Yeah, Steve Amell. Amell. Yes. We'll see him on Conan. like, so the show heals. You play a wrestler. and like... A wrestler and a family man.
0: <laughs> Probably. Like you will be yes.
1: insulted. I'm not just a wrestler.
0: I also find it interesting that Jack just left some podcaster in his office. See you later, and yeah. and left the building. You know, and that guy was supposed to be there for a show later They're, that day. They so. were all
1: too Ooh. quick to show us the door. Yeah, no kidding. We got a safety um, meeting.
0: You think? But how would that have worked if everyone left and just left us
1: sitting in that in that office? I don't think that would have gone well. I think it would have gone it would have gone great for us we like <laughs> it would it would have been like where uh there was that show early edition where the guy got the newspaper yeah for the dean yeah but uh it wasn't dean kane yeah superman he wasn't an early edition okay uh it was I they look alike but it wasn't him was it uh, uh was it the guy from friday night lights it might be. He, he was, uh, I think he was also the guy that just did like the first episode of A Million Little Things. Or, I uh, know that was. Uh... I'm looking it up, Dean. Tell me okay. your story here. Uh, well, you know how when he gets up every morning and he has a newspaper of everything that's going to happen. The next day, C.W. would show up to the office and there'd be a book with all these fantastic stories <laughs> where did this come from you're right it's Kyle Chandler who is coach Eric Taylor
0: in the show Friday Night Lights that plays your guy in early edition I thought it was Dean Kane, um, but uh, yes Dean Kane was in another show where there was a newspaper or something yeah. like that but um, so you know we have two episodes left Dean yes yeah,
1: no thanks. Uh, no, no kidding. I, I
0: love hanging out with you. I
1: love doing this. This show I fucking think the sucks. I the last two are gonna be good because they can't give us double bad episodes. Yeah, I mean they no. can't follow the formula of personal wrestling episode because they can't season hopefully series finale on a personal life episode. Oh my God, So they yeah. gotta do two wrestling episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, again, this episode was called House Show. Next week's episode is called something weird, and we'll fill you in on it next week. But next week. On heels, We got to see that Ace is going to Florida, to so the dystopian place, yeah. right?
1: That guy has a huge house he with does. a bunch of people out by the pool. I thought he was the competitor, and it was kind of like comparing Dayton to Jeffersonville. or, yeah. you know, or One's a little better than the other, but this guy's like... <laughs> He's a baller. Yeah. He's like a
0: drug dealer in fucking Miami, Florida. That's what it looks like. So. Anyway, Ace goes there. Uh, Crystal tries out to wrestle. Yeah, that's next week. on heels. Can't wait. Yeah. Um. Dean, what else? Anything else? No. Yeah. Again, don't watch this episode. Don't it's fucking episode. waste of time. It, it is it is a complete waste of time. You learn everything you need to know in a little thirty second blurb. Um. Good lord, this was so bad. But man, I sure did like hanging out with you. Yeah. It's a we good had time. Skyline. that's your own shit. Yeah. I, I will. <laughs> I do. I will. Um. But. Uh, yeah, wow, okay. We, we made it the whole episode, but here we are. Thank you guys so much for listening.
1: <laughs> Bye-bye.